I had heard of the band Kiss before, but I had never heard them. Not until I went to the library. That's right, the library. Hello, everybody. My name is Bishop Frisch, and welcome to My Life Through Music. This next song, and band for that matter, um, that really opened my eyes in so many ways was Do You Love Me by Kiss, uh, released in 1976 uh, from the Destroyer album, which also had a, a bunch of other cool songs that I'm going to touch on a little bit, but I'm going to focus mainly on, on this particular song. And this song, Do You Love Me, is rock and roll, man. It's rock and roll. Uh, you start with the drums, and when you listen to it, you'll... You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. You start off with the drums, and then quickly following, you've got Paul Stanley basically yelling into the microphone. And I, I think there might be a reason for that, and it's just an idea. But he's got a lot of singing styles, and, and I'll touch a little bit about on that in just a few minutes. But um, he's kind of yelling, as I mentioned. But to me, with this tone and... And his attitude, it sounds like he's trying to make a point. Um, he wants to be heard, not just because it's rock and roll, but it appears that he's talking to and addressing uh, an individual or maybe even a group of, of people. And it's almost like sarcasm mixed in with a little bit of bitterness or even contempt. But just listen to it. I mean, he's talking about things like, you know, like limousines and going to the shows. And he even talks about my seven-inch leather heels. And I'm listening to this at nine years old. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking this in and I'm like, what? Seven-inch leather heels? Wait, 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 wait. And I'm looking at the, at the album cover. And he, along with the rest of the band, you know, they're wearing these heels, these big platform shoes. And it's like seven-inch leather heels. He's wearing them on an album cover. He's singing about it on a record that everybody can hear. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what I think. He doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what anybody who's listening to the record thinks. And I thought that was really profound. And even at nine years old, with my, my fragile eggshell mind, I thought that was really cool. This guy don't care what anybody thinks about what he's wearing, what he's doing, what he's singing. And that is the epitome of rock and roll, man. And, and all of music, for that matter. But to me, it's predominantly in, in rock and roll. Here I am. This is it. This is what I sing. This is how I play. Take it or leave it. I don't care. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And yeah, they're wearing makeup and, you know, they're, they're, they're wearing costumes. But, and that's all part of it. But this was the first time that I really saw an example of somebody saying something, you know, like my seven-inch leather heels, and really sticking by it and standing on it. 
And I thought that was really cool. I don't care what you think. This is me. And it made a very big impression on me early in life. And I tried, I tried. It took me a long time. I'm still working on it. But I tried to develop that in my life. And, and, and that is, you know, don't worry about what other people think or what other people like. Worry about what you think and what you like. And at the end of the first verse, he yells out, you know, he's, he's going on with, you really like my limousine, you like the way the wheels roll, you like my seven-inch leather heels and going to all the shows. But, and he yells into the microphone, but, and it got this echo effect and it sounds really cool. But, do you love me? And I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. And he goes through the song continuously, you know, talking about and referring to all the things that encompass rock and roll and the rock and roll lifestyle, like credit cards and private planes and hotels, fancy clothes and, and all this stuff and on and on and on. But check it out. Even with all of those things, he still needs to know one thing. And that is, do you love me? Something that, you know, I mean, famous rock stars, especially famous rock stars, struggle with. I mean, because how do you know? I mean, you're famous. You've got money. You've got, you know, all these, you know, extra things in life. And people hang out, you know. They hang on. And they want to be around you. And they want stuff from you. And, you know... Sometimes you have to ask yourself, are you around me for, for what I can give you or what you can get by being around me? Or is it because you really love me? And, you know, I'm sure they, they, they struggle with that. And it's, you know, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of odd, you know. I mean, a rock star has to, you know, say, wait a minute, you know, I can give you all this stuff, but hold on, you know. Anyways, but also in addition to that, I want you to notice how he's kind of breathing and, and uh, you know, just kind of, um, you know, like making noises and sounds with his mouth in the, mic, in the microphone while he's singing the song. And it, it kind of reminds me of another lead singer that I'm going to talk about a little bit down the road, but listen to kind of some of the noises and sounds that he makes. I think it's really cool. So what does the library have to do with KISS and any of this? Well, my mom, in addition to, you know, music and, and stuff, another thing she really loved to do was read books. And uh, she used to like uh, two different kinds of books. She used to like... Um, romance novels and she used to love true crime stories it's <laughs> like what and you know go figure and she also loved horror movies which is kind of a side thing but i mean i remember the first time i actually saw friday the the 13th you know the original one the very first one i saw it with her you know she loved horror movies and she wanted us to watch them with with her and i don't know why but maybe it was to introduce us to him or maybe because she felt better because someone else was around. I don't know. But she loved the suspense, you know. Anyways, from time to time, she would take us to the library. 
so she can get you know more books because she read quite a bit. And there were two libraries that I, re I remember us going to, and I, I honestly can't remember exactly where the one of them was, so I'm not going to try to explain it. But I remember there was one over by Paradise Valley Mall, and it was, I want to say, towards the northwest end of the, the, the big parking lot, close to the big loop that goes around. You know how loops go around big malls so you can kind of access different areas? Well, it was on that edge there. And I remember us going to the library, but, but check this out. At that library, and I'm sure there was others, you could check out books, but you could also check out record albums. Yeah, man, you could check out record albums, and they would come in this real thick plastic to, pre to protect, you know, the album covers, and you could check it out, just like a book, you know? And so I remember when we were there one day, I was over there, and I'm looking at the, the, the record albums set up, displayed, almost like going to like, remember when we, we used to go to the video store, they'd have the covers set up and you could just pick the cover. And so I saw the Kiss, you know, Destroyer cover and I grabbed it and I went over, you know, to my mom. I found her, you know, where she was looking. I said, hey mom, I want to, I want to check this out. I want to take it home because I want to listen to it. And, you know, she, she picked it up and she looked at it and she's like, okay, you know. And I want to say one thing about my mom and my dad. My mom never, ever, never, 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 never said no to music when I, you know, started listening to other things and wanted to listen to something else or if I wanted her to buy me something. She never said no. She never censored me from any kind of music, no matter what it talked about, no matter what the, um, the, the cover art looked like. She never said no, and I really appreciated that because it gave me a chance to really explore without looking over my shoulder or wondering, you know, what they think. It was like, it was a blank check, and I really, I know I benefited from it. But, and my dad, he would actually, when I got older and I was listening to, you know, uh, other things like, you know, like Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne and, you know, Dio and all that stuff, you know, which is, you know, really serious lyrics, he would come in from time to time, and Iron Maiden too, Iron Maiden, he would sit down and we'd go through the lyrics as an exercise and he would ask me questions. He'd say, what does this mean to you? You know, what do you, how do you feel about, you know, this, this, this little stanza right here? You know, things like that. And we'd, we'd have conversations about it and I would, you know, I would tell him the truth and he would, he would listen to me and they'd say, okay, you know, but they never said no, they never stopped me from listening to any music that I, I wanted to listen to, and I really appreciated it. And so, you know, they never said, you can't listen to that, you can't listen to this type, you, you, they, they never did that. But getting back to Kiss Destroyer album, there's a couple of other songs on there that really made an impression on me. And when I, when I first got it and I took it home, you know, what I usually do is when I get a record, I, I would take it home and I would put it on, put the needle on, and I just let it go. That side, I let that side go and play the whole thing and listen. And then I turn it over and then let the other side play. Listen to it once. And then when I, when I found songs I really liked, I'd play them over and over and over again. But how would I know what songs I like 
if I didn't listen to the whole record first. So I'm going through it for the first time, and I love, you know, um, Do You Love Me? And, you know, you get to Beth, and I'm like, I was across my room. I remember I was across my room, and I, Beth comes on, and I'm like, what? Whoa, whoa, what happened? And I can't remember what was before that. I can't remember what, but it, it was like, you got this piano, and then you've got, you know, this, it sounded like an orchestra or strings. I'm like, what? No yelling? No heavy guitars? You know, it was really different. But I listened to it, and then I went back to it, and I listened to it again and again and again, and I started to, you know, kind of figure out contextually, you know, in my nine-year-old mind, what they were talking about. And it was really, it was really cool to me. I thought, man, I was like, you know, I thought rock stars were put on this earth to make records, go in concerts, and entertain us, you know? And again, it's a nine-year-old's thinking. But here, they're singing about girlfriends or wives, you know, a home, and missing people, and being missed. And then I started to understand, again, you know, it's coming from a nine-year-old, that rock stars, they're real people too, you know? And they have lives, and they have feelings, and they have emotions. And maybe some of them at that time had kids, you know? And so it really, really made me think, you know? And it was very, uh, you know, I was very impressionable, and it made a huge, huge difference. difference in how I listen to music and what I what I actually listened for and just like with the opposite with Detroit Rock City I mean that's totally going the other way which is awesome and so I listened to Detroit Rock City and I mean I I can I I can totally identify when it says I hear my song and it pulls me through I, I got so many songs like that for different situations different times I got playlists, all that stuff. And I can identify with that, you know. And But also when it says, I got to laugh because I know I'm going to die. Why? I mean, at age nine, you know, you don't really think about dying. At least I didn't. I didn't think about dying. But immediately after it says, I know I'm going to die, and he asks why, and I thought about that for, you know, a while, you know, he knows he's going to die, and he asks why, and I, you know, I thought about that for a long, long time, and it changed throughout the years, and I'm going to touch on that, uh, that theme, you know, uh, that idea you know, from time to time throughout this little project, um, probably sooner <laughs> rather than later. Um, and then one more song by Kiss, you know, that I want to just touch on. I know there's a lot, but Forever, released in 1990. I really, really do love that song. Um, that song, it's it's a ballad. It's a love song. It's beautiful. And to me, it shows their... Their, their talent and their range and their diversity and what they can do. I mean, 
it's it's rock and roll, you know, and they can do it all, you know, they can do it all. So that is how one random trip to the library really changed my perspective, changed the the, the, the music I was listening to, and really opened my mind and my life. And this is why these songs are where they are in my my life through music playlist. And I really encourage you to check these out. I mean, they are different in in in, in their own special way. And but they're kiss and they're great and they're awesome. And I and when you get a chance, I'm gonna put a link for all of them down down below so you can go right to it, check them out, or Later on, if they're in your playlist or in your library or whatever platform, you know, go check them out, man, because they're awesome. They are awesome. And like always, I appreciate you spending a few moments of your time with me talking about music. I know your time is valuable, so I've done enough talking for today, but I appreciate you and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.